0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you
1: today, sir? I'm doing well, but it doesn't sound like as well as you. You got but, something
0: big. But I am I got energy flowing through my veins. It is 9.49 p.m. I'm in Seabuss, Ohio, in the Columbus, uh, greater Columbus area in Hilliard, Ohio, right now. That's why we're on Zoom. Um, and my, I, I, I've talked about on this podcast about the ladder with betting, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So we're going to talk about this, uh, a little bit later on when we talk about the three point contest and the, in the all-star game and all that, I don't need a lot to get excited about winning a bet. I can win a dollar bet and be so stoked it's not funny. Great feeling. Yeah, 100%. So I have been – I decided that I, I watch a bunch of these TikToks and we do these things, me and me and these uh, two and three other guys. We, we all make these bets on NBA games, right? This place called Parlay Cafe, shout them out on the TikTok or the YouTube or whatever they're on. And they put a video out. They do a plus 100 bet, which is basically win double your money, right? So it's a four or five leg parlay. Get your money back. They've, we've talked about it. They've got to day nine, eight, seven. Well, they stopped when the NBA game stopped before the all-star break. Mm-hmm. So it's a week, and we're like, I, we need something. So I decided, you know what? I made. I just made this random bet. I don't know if I talked to you about this. I made a random bet on NHL shots on goal. Okay. Shots on goal. One, somebody to get one or two shots on goal or three, whatever. Three shots is a lot, but I did that for the first time today. So I did that about a week ago. I hit it. Then I hit my next one. Then I hit my next one. I went three and oh, I started getting cocky. Start telling everybody I'm in, I'm doing this.
1: You started getting cocky betting on a sport that you don't watch. <laughs> no, you're right. Now listen, hold on now. Hold on. All right, All right. sorry. So no. I go through and I
0: look at the ESPN and see how many shots on goal they have per game usually as, as it goes. I got on a roll. I was 8 for 10 at one point. 8 for 10. Jeez. And I'm now I'm sending them out in our, in our betting group chat, right? I'm sending them out. I'm like, let's go. When we roll it over, we roll it over again. <sighs> so I lost a few and I learned some lessons. Got to figure out who the defenses are, right? That's a big thing. These guys, you got to know who's got the best defensive teams. Learn my lesson. Yesterday started over. Okay. The ladder starts over $10 hit it yesterday. No problem. Today, Right before you came on, right? So we started with 10. We're going to take some profits, five bucks every time. Started with 10 bucks, 120. So today I sent out my, I did research like crazy. I do, I, I, I got, this is all research on, oh. on my, on, on the, on this stuff. Totally analytical because I'd have, I have no heart or brain in the game whatsoever. Tried to watch a game. Tried to watch a game and that's not happening. That's it. I turned it off like 10 minutes in. I'm like, I can't watch hockey. It's can, I can't watch hockey. <laughs> so, uh, I had a five legger today, plus one oh, I think it was plus one oh four. It's 15 bucks to win 30, right? We won 20 the other day, keep five in the profit bank, put 15 up. I hit everybody but two people. In the first two periods of the game, yeah, two guys. One guy's got one shot on goal. He needs two. The other guy had, needs two shots on goal, has zero.
1: Okay. Boom.
0: Third period starts. I get one shot on goal from the guy with zero. I just need two. Boom. 15 minutes in, I got my second shot for the other guy. 14 minutes later, 1 minute and 2 seconds left right before we came on the podcast. I'm watching the play by play just looking for saved by a goalie, shot by this guy, saved by a goalie. Cuz if you miss wide right, it doesn't count. It's not a shot on goal. Oh. You can't just take a shot. You got to hit the the goalie's got to save it or it's got to hit the crossbar. <clears throat> it's got to hit something or, or make or make a goal. No air balls. By, by the way, last night, hit it in the third period of a game on the game-winning goal was the shot on goal that I wanted. Um, I'm, I, I can't watch it. I'm just watching the play-by-play. Sure. One minute and three seconds left. Let's
1: <laughs> go! Let's go! You know um, when when you watch a hockey game and you see the the time rundown. It looks like the time moves way faster in a hockey yes. game. Yes. Right? Yes.
0: Yeah, because it doesn't stop as much as like an NBA game and stuff like that. Right? You get three 20-minute periods. There's stoppage, but nowhere near like in the NBA or the NFL or anything like that. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, I just need one shot. Come on. One shot. Two shots. One shot. There's a minute left. It says like a minute and 10 seconds. And I'm like, uh, and then because it was tied. And I was like, okay, we got overtime still. Got overtime. Other team scores a goal. I'm like, no,
1: no, I don't have over less than a minute?
0: No, this was with like five minutes left.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I'm like, that's it. I got five minutes. I need a shot. It gets down to a minute, minute 10. And I look at it, and I'm like, oh. And then, future Fucherov's shot saved by goalie. And I'm like,
1: let's go.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, That $30 just got my adrenaline going, dude. Now, my wife's going to listen to this. I know that I have some issues with gambling on sports. I just want to say that I've taken $200 in profits and have never deposited another dollar. I am kicking ass, pardon my language, in this hockey shots on goal. I'm killing it. I'm on the day three, baby. Day three, we just won 30. We're betting 25 tomorrow. 25 to win 50. We already won our money back on the original bet. This is free money. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's why when you got a hold of me just now, I am so, and I'm being a little quiet because, you know, I'm in the hotel room trying not to be crazy. Yeah. But my adrenaline's pumping. Dude, I love this. This <laughs> is fun. I don't even like hockey. I can't care less. But I hit it with a minute left. And Parlay Cafe came through, hit theirs. Let's go. Day one of the NBA season. <laughs> Second half of the NBA season.
1: Second half, yeah, which is more – it's like three-quarters of the way through, really. Yes. Um, <clears throat> speaking of that, congratulations, first of all. Yeah, thank, you, thank you. Thank you. You are uh, – you're rich. You're, you're quickly becoming rich. Look, hey, if this all works
0: out, I'm going to turn $10 into $4,000 in 10 days. Just wow. saying, just saying, chances are it doesn't happen, but I'm taking profits. So it's all good. I've already made my money back. I can make this bet again after I lose.
1: <laughs> I want to see you put down the $2,000 bet on day nine. Well, here's shots the deal. On goal Here, and a hockey here's, game. here's the deal. If I get,
0: so if I win day eight and I get to day, or if I win day nine and it's time to bet day 10, I'm taking $150 in profit off of that day. That's a killer day, bro. I just made hundred bucks. I'll throw that. By the time this, if I, if we get to day 10 and lose, I'll still have profited over 250 bucks. By the way, I I set it up. I told them how, how we're betting this. I, I told them all, this is how we're doing it. I'll okay. put the research in. I'll
1: do it. If we get to day ten and lose, we still won two hundred bucks. We're good. Did you win two hundred bucks or did you win two thousand bucks? And no, I, I have two hundred dollars more than I would have
0: had if I never made a single bet. So I won two hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop there. Yeah. You're I right. did it. Listen,
0: I understand what you're saying. It's free after
1: I take my after I take my my little profit stuff out. It's
0: like it's uh, I'm playing with free money. It's house money,
1: but it's your money if you decide whenever you decide it's your money. Look,
0: look, there's four of us (laughs) and one of us. I'm going to tell you right now, the one guy, there's no chance he's making that bet. Actually, probably two. There's (laughs) two of them. There's zero chance. (laughs) Me and the other guy have already said. Here's the deal. Those two. doubtful that they made that they hit hit confirm on that bet for two thousand some dollars me absolutely and my <laughs> heart is gonna be pounding pounding the whole time
1: oh man okay well congratulations uh to you um what's the guy's name the only hockey analyst on ESPN ever um <laughs> <laughs> the guy yeah, with like, the long hair. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't know. I Nobody knows. That. I can tell you yeah. exactly what it looks
0: like. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I knew his name for a long time. I haven't seen him in a while anyway. Um, congratulations. But that takes us into, uh, you mentioned the NBA season, yes. right? It's we're we're recording on a night that we are just now back into the season after the all-star break. This past weekend's the All Star break. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about with that stuff. So, let's get right down to it. Mm-hmm. How much did you watch starting Friday, basically Friday afternoon to late Sunday night? They've got All Star stuff going on. How much did you watch?
0: I watched nothing on Friday. Okay. Uh, my son does follow a YouTuber. That was in the celebrity game who posted a video about it. He like gives shoes out to players everywhere he goes. He's always getting these custom shoes and tries to give them to people LeBron and like, he's got video of himself giving them to people. And some of these NBA players know who he is as he goes up to give him shoes. They're like, Oh my God, I follow you. You're awesome. Thanks for the shoes. Right. It's pretty cool. Never seen that, but I, that's the little bit I watched on the celebrity game. Saturday was Oak Hills uh, girls' night at Aston Oaks. So I told the wife and all her friends that I would be the designated driver for them. I'll be the Uber. I'll take you guys there. I'll pick you up. It was a great Gatsby themed. It's like 1920s. Like they all had headpieces with feathers and dresses on. Like they were
1: heels. It was all, they were all ready to go. And I feel like if you're going to be the designated driver, you should be wearing a really nice suit with a long coattail. So I was going to put the suit on.
0: I was this close to putting the suit on, but we had basketball. I had two basketball games. Oh, you're a coach. Perfect. I know. (laughs) That would have been good. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Sweating like Sean Miller through my white shirt. (laughs) take my coat off with the tie on that would have been good but uh no by the time i I, by the time the game was over i dropped my wife off at my sister-in-law's house went straight to go pick the other girls up and then we went back to their house to pick them up so it was uh i didn't have time but i wanted to put it on i did i did next year next year i'm dressing up as the uber driver
1: there you go all right so saturday night you were doing that did you see did you get to see any of it
0: Oh, so that was the point is I watched all of the skills competition, watched all the three-point competition. And so the one thing I wanted to watch more than anything was Sabrina and Steph. And that was when I had to leave. I missed Dame. I missed Dame missing four of his last five and winning on the last shot, needing one ball and hitting it on his last shot. I missed him and I missed the Sabrina Steph. Um, but but I'll tell you this, the three-point competition, I made like $75. I was killing it with $5 bets. They, The lowest you could bet somebody was to have 20-plus points. Every single shooter had 20 points. Yeah. I was killing it, absolutely killing it, killing it. We need like three-point competition can come back forever. I will always make money on three-point competition. Yeah, Fanduel like got killed. Kind of Fanduel got killed on the three point competition. I promise you that. Interesting. So anyway, yes. So I saw all that. Uh, got back in time for the dunk competition, but to be honest with you, like usual, I I I I'm not big on the dunk competition. Mm-hmm. I picked Mac McClung to win, uh, but I'm not. I'm not. Uh, the dunk competition is no fun for me. Why the three point competition doesn't end the night makes no sense to me.
1: Yeah. Yep. They need to they do need to adjust the lineup, uh, the order in which they do things. So that yeah, the dunk contest, not not great. Um let's go back to and Friday. the guy who won it
0: is a G League player. Right. Mac McClellan's won two in a row. He's he's played two games in the he's played as many games in the NBA as times he's won the dunk competition. Why is he in the dunk competition? I get it. He can jump out of the gym,
1: but he's not in the NBA. Maybe since you said that, maybe that's where we should start. Let's go dunk competition. Fool in. I feel like we're always trying every year. I feel like we're trying to find a way to fix the dunk contest. Right. Yep. Cause it has, it's, it's good once every like eight years, Yep. Uh, depending on who's in it. So Mac McClung was great. He can, yeah. he can do great dunks. He, um, he jumped up,
0: bounced the ball, picked the ball off of somebody, bounced it off their head and then reverse dumped it. That's, that's stupid. He,
1: yeah, he can, he can do, it's funny cause he, he doesn't look like he would be able to do any of that stuff. On TV, it looks like he's six two, or something, yeah. or six one, or something like that. Yeah. I'm I'm sure he's taller than that, but I, he, I don't know. That dude, yeah, that dude jumps like crazy, and he's that's the other one is he when he jumps over people. And by the way, stop jumping over people. Everybody does that every year. I'm I'm done with it. I don't care if you're if, jumping over Shaq.
0: If I'm Shaq, I'm like guys. I'm sick and tired of being – I'm sick and tired of being – my neck hurts from you guys all pushing down on my shoulders.
1: And that's what I was going to say. Mac McClung is the only one in that contest who can clear people when he jumps – when he jumps yes. over. The Everybody rest of them grab the ball. The they
0: grab the ball and they give a
1: push down
0: on the shoulder. Or like one hand will push on the shoulder and get him up higher. That's yeah. not good.
1: You see the leg hit the back of the head and stuff like that all the time. I don't need to see. Look, you, know, you can add little things like like McClung did when he I it, I thought I thought he just let go of the ball and caught it again. I didn't realize he bounced it off somebody's head, but but whatever he did, he did something else that I haven't seen. Right? He, so he did like he did, he like, he did like he
0: jumped over somebody. Like he did the whole thing, taking a ball off their head like three times.
1: Yeah. So do something different that's fine but ju- you don't i don't need you to jump over somebody just just no. jump and do something cool that i haven't seen yet yeah and get creative we, we got to get more creative jalen brown was by far the worst dunker he made it to the he made it to the finals for some reason cuz the, the how
0: scoring... he made it to the finals i have no idea
1: that's another thing the scoring is crazy the scoring is crazy well they've got they got people that don't make any sense doing it. Why,
0: why, why are we, why are they doing the dunk competition the way they're doing the dunk competition? These like, there's no semblance they, they nobody knows what they're, how they're voting. One person never gave lower than a nine. And it's like, why are you even on it? you? Like, doesn't make sense.
1: A lot of them aren't giving under nine. Like, I feel like if you just make the dunk, you're getting at least an eight. But if yeah. you're, I mean you you're doing like regular dunks like I don't know like I feel like Jalen Brown went up there and like did a I I forget what he did but he's like a two-hand dunk. It was just like a almost like a regular dunk and he got he got 48s or whatever. I'm like I don't get it. But uh so it would be nice to maybe tweak the scoring, mess with the scoring a little bit, have some different have some like uh, some standards for scoring or something like, you know, if they standards just- or,
0: or, or go back to before when they said uh, you have, there was a point in time where they said, all right, you can use a prop on one dunk, right? Your first, everybody got two dunks to start. One of them you had to do on your own. The other one you could use a prop or somebody or, uh, you know, throw the ball off. You know, somebody could throw it somewhere, but there was one dunk you had to do with no one, I don't, just you.
1: I don't mind that. I don't really care if they, if they use people or use props, but don't, I mean, just get creative with it. I, everybody takes off the, puts on the Dominique Jersey or the Jordan Jersey Uh, or whatever. uh, Now they're high. Somebody's high school Jersey or whatever. That's I don't. Everybody's done that. That's done. Jumping over people's done throwing the ball real high and then going and catching it and and doing the, you know, Harold minor. I mean, it's, it's just all, it's just all been done except for like maybe one or two dunks each year that you're like, Oh, okay. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. So having said that, I I feel like, and and we'll never have, I don't think we'll ever have like the dream contestants, you know, like it, it, like Vince Carter did, I think two of them maybe or whatever, Best dunker ever, in my opinion. But you, you, you don't have like Zion and Ja Morant and LeBron never did one when he was younger and, and would have been amazing. And like you don't have the the guys that you would expect to be the best dunkers, right? Right. So, so in my opinion, and, and you get on TikTok, you get on Instagram, and and whatever else, um, there are guys that are. <clears throat> amateur players and g league players and uh yes. semi pro players who can jump out of the gym and do crazy dunks that nobody in the dunk contest has ever done get those guys i don't need to i don't have to see if i'm going to see if i'm going to see the, the guy that sits at the end of the raptors bench in the dunk contest you might as well get the greatest dunkers from around the country who can jump, who have, who have creativity, who are dunking the ball behind their back and, and doing flips to dunk off the floor and stuff like that. Just bring those guys in. I that those will be much more exciting dunk contest. Even if you, I feel like even if you don't know their names, if they're doing dunks we've never seen before that nobody else is doing, I feel yeah. like I'd rather see that. So that's 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 my thing to to maybe help with the dunk contest. I agree with you that it maybe needs to be after the skills competition. And and it's like you said all of the best
0: three-point shooters shoot in a three-point contest. You know everyone in the three-point contest. Yeah. I yeah. want to say so for, forever. At least one time the best player, the best dunker at the time. Was in the dunk competition until LeBron got into the league. As much as I love LeBron, LeBron opting out of the dunk competition forever, and none of these other guys like Giannis or anybody else ever getting into it Mm -hmm. has killed the dunk competition. Yeah. If LeBron, like, think about the way that certain people dunk. Those dudes doing those dunks are more powerful. They're more everything. I don't it's I think that kills it. I think that killed it. And it'll never I don't know that it could ever come back unless unless you know John Morant decides he's gonna be in it.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> something different. I don't know. Do 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 something else. I feel like if you use players that Aren't necessarily in the NBA. I mean, they're they're letting G League players do it, which is which is fine with me. Um, but it even expanded even more. I, I mean, find yeah. the best dunkers in the world and bring them in for this. I would much rather see that than Jalen Brown dunking over some five, three guy sitting on a chair, you know? <laughs> um or, or somebody going, hey,
0: Dwight Howard, come out here and bend all the way over. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And hold the ball above you, above your head. Like you're not even jumping over Dwight Howard. Like what? Like you're not jumping over. I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the that's the dunk contest. How do you feel about the skills competition?
0: Um, skills competition. So, I always thought the skills competition was just one thing, and they did one thing, and whoever had the fastest time won.
1: It's changed so many times since they started. Yes.
0: Yeah. I bet the Pacers to win it, the pa- team Pacers. And I'm going crazy after the very beginning. I'm like, let's go. I won. And uh, they're like, all right, on to part number two. And I'm like, part number two? What are you talking about? I thought this thing was over. There was three parts. And the th- the third part was worth 200 So even if you won the first two, you weren't guaranteed to win. So the Pacers end up in a tie and they tie in every other thing and they had to redo it and thank God they won it anyway. So I still got my dub from the Pacers. But uh
1: I was so excited that the Pacers won that. So excited. Oh, so I didn't cool. have money on it or anything. I was just very excited to see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was so cool. Um, just and they figured it out, right? You watching them and they're like, okay, can't throw in the same one twice. Why are we even using the two pointer? Let's just rotate four and six, four and six, four and six. Let's go. It's beautifully done. Well, well done by them. Um, I like the skills competition, to be honest with you. I don't know why the shooting is worth 200 and everything else is worth 100, but whatever. If that's how they want to do it, that's fine. Um, but, uh, no, I did. I like the skills. I like the skills competition.
1: Yeah, I would like to see – Something change. I don't. I, I think you got to take out the dribbling between the things. Because number one, for some reason, guys had trouble remembering how to. That's do that. their fault. That's their fault. No, you watch somebody two, who screws
0: it up right the right before you. That's your fault.
1: Yeah, yeah. Number two, it looks like. I mean, it's hard to like go really hard and change direction like that. But the guy, they go. So many of the guys. Most of the guys. Like jog through that. It looks like that drives me insane. And then they'll, then they'll like, you know, kind of like go slow on the layup at the end or whatever. I'm like, you're trying to win this thing. Go. Yep.
0: Yep. And <laughs> there's, there's a, no, and and that's why I like the team, the the home team, right? Because they're in front of their crowd. Maybe only one of them is an actual uh, all star, so they're out there like hustling and trying to win it. Yeah. And I love
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I could use some, some changes in the, in the skills competition, but I don't know. I don't, I feel like possibilities are endless with that, but I I don't have anything specific yet that I've thought of that I, I want to see instead. So I'm okay. Keep the skills challenge, but, but switch it up a little bit. Try some different things.
0: I think the dunk competition should be first and skills second. That's how bad the dunk competition is. Lead it off, lead it off for the
1: night. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm fine. Especially if you do some different things and get people really into it. Like, the Pacers were kind of into it because they're in front of their home crowd. Like Tyrese Halliburton was the smartest guy there because he started grabbing two basketballs when they did the passing, the passing drill. Like you know, you have to go up and take the ball mm-hmm. out and go back to the spot. And Trey Young was cheating every time because he was taking two steps in front of the front of the line to pass every time. Anyway, that was a hard bounce pass. Every
0: single yeah. one of them when they made the first bounce pass wasn't even close. Yeah, they ended up one handed thrown. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um and I'll tell you a story about that uh in a little bit here when I talk about my experience there because I was there on Saturday night in Indy. So uh okay, got the dunk contest, got the skills competition. We kind of touched on the three-point contest. That's our favorite thing, both of our, I think. Um definitely the best, the best thing. It's 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 the thing that's hardest to dog it in, right? It's the thing that's hardest to. Not go hard. Yep. You want to if you want to try to make a shot, you have to take your regular shot. Now, guys have to change up a little bit sometimes to in order to shoot that many shots in a row. You got to kind of like if a guy's a big jumper on his shot, you can't do that in the in the three point contest. You got to change that up a little bit.
0: No, nope. in fact, you saw with Donovan Mitchell who had that big wide stance that he used and which was a little off normal and was in his first couple, he was getting a big jump. And then towards the end, it was like almost no jump at all. And it was a, t- that's why he didn't make it. I mean, he, he was struggling to get through it all because he had to change his shot halfway through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's very tiring. Even for those guys to, to take the ball off the rack that many times in a row and get, be timed and, and get that many shots up. Uh, and and jump like that over and over um so yeah you gotta you have to shoot it with a, like a repeatable form so uh but that was it was exciting I mean I I was you know it was I would have liked to have seen somebody I, I'm fine with Dame but um I was thinking maybe we'd see somebody different this year but uh they let's see Dame won it was his score like 27 or something what was the best score of the night it was like 27 well like seven people tied with 26, 26 in the first
0: round yeah and uh no I think that was the highest though what that big tie was was for 26. I think that was the and okay. I think that was
1: okay which means Sabrina UNescu would have been in the finals of the yes <laughs> she would have
0: I picked her to win it. I thought she was going to win.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it it was, uh, I, I, I was thinking like I, a couple people asked me and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going Sabrina. Steph's my favorite player. So once it started, I'm, I'm rooting like crazy for Steph. I'm like, come on. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it was really cool because she was really good. I mean, she performed very well. That could have gone really bad for either one of them, honestly. Um, and, and I think because she, because they both put on such a good performance and she like really put the pressure on Steph to, to shoot it really well. Um, th- I think that kind of opens the door for the possibility of doing something like that again. You know? Yeah.
0: Um, you're hearing a lot of it now. You're hearing a yeah. lot of, of Steph and Clay versus Sabrina and Caitlin Clark. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Like 50 for all over the place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, different variations, whatever, whatever you choose to do. Um, I, I'm a little worried that if you do that every year, at some point there's going to be a year where either somebody, somebody has a really bad, and that's, that's the thing. They went one round each. There was no, which I liked. I liked, they got in and out. I don't think there's two people. You don't need to do multiple rounds or anything. Um, That's the other thing too, by the way, Everything can be condensed. Everything all weekend can be made shorter. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the the Steph and Sabrina competition was really good. It was really fun to watch. Um. And uh, and, and it was it was great. And Steph, of course, would have won the the three point competition with his round there if he if he was yep. that for three rounds.
0: Yes, he would have. Um,
1: so I wish he was, in. I wish he was in it every year. But anyway, um, so that went well. I was really glad that that turned out the way it did. Oh.
0: Lost you. Still with me, Bub. Looks like I'm the only one in here. so much for the zoom see if we can get adam to rejoin us again we're back don't not sure what happened there adam left for a second but he is back a second you're so nice to say a second i mean it only felt like three seconds you're right back on here <laughs> it was like 15 minutes no. all right we got we paused the we paused the the we paused it and got it back on we're we're, we're rolling right through baby it's like nobody ever knew what happened
1: all right, I'll start right in the middle of my sentence. Ready go. A contest was not that good. It was <laughs> um no that you know who knows where we were. Uh we kind of covered everything actually from from Saturday night. Um n- neither one of us it sounds like watched uh any, the the Friday night stuff. I saw the end of the last of the last game of the Rising Stars whatever they call it. It's okay. like a Yep. Um, I, you know, those. I think they fixed that well enough. Where it's like they have the shorter games, and those are a little bit more competitive, because uh, mm-hmm. it used to be that it, it was that one game, and it was as bad or worse than the than the All Star game itself. It's just guys yeah. that you know less about doing all the same stuff,
0: doing the same stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the, so those games are a little bit better. I don't know if you need three celebrity coaches for every team. or. <laughs> and then the – I mean, I know that I'm – it, this is just me. But the celebrity game that night, I didn't see any of it. But I saw the list of celebrities. I knew maybe three of them. I was going to say, how many did you even know? Most of them were like YouTubers and
0: stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't – I don't know most of the rappers. I don't know most of the uh, of the YouTubers of the content creators or whatever, and um, so I, I have no interest in that anymore. Um, I can do without Friday night. I think they could totally eliminate Friday night. I I, I don't know what they what kind of viewership they draw on that, but yeah. I think they could totally get rid of that. I think for the All Star Weekend, I think they maybe just concentrate on all-star Saturday night. And honestly, you could – we're about to talk about the game. But it seems like everybody's in agreement that the game is sort of a problem. (laughs) Um, And if it's not going to be exciting, then either – I don't want to say don't have the game, but – significant change would have to come, and I don't know that you're going to get that because players don't want to get them. And I don't know that there's another incentive to make them play hard, to, to make them play for real. So I I feel like just focus on making Saturday All-Star Saturday Night the absolute best it can be. That's the feature. And then whatever you want to do as much, change the game and fix it as much as you possibly can to try to get people interested in it, mostly to try to get the players interested in it. But it's it might just be whatever it is going to be.
0: Yeah, I I watched almost the entire game, actual Sunday All Star game.
1: Yeah, I I did watch the whole thing.
0: <laughs> and, uh, you know, number one, they were making shots. I mean, they were making mm-hmm. you, you still got to make all those shots. I mean, they were making shots. It wasn't like they were just running in doing fancy dunks. They were making shots. Were they all contested? Of course not. No, they were not. What happened to the Elam ending? Yeah. The Elam ending, you got a little bit of hard play for, even if it was for 10 minutes or 12 minutes or whatever, you got guys trying for a little bit. I like that. Why 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 are we why did they get rid of the Elam mending? I love that.
1: Yeah, that that did seem to work out a lot better. Um, and I don't know why they. I, it was like this whole initiative to, I think there was like a slogan like "getting back to basketball" or something, which that was taken out, and then the East West thing came back, which I like. Yeah, I like that. I like the East West. By the way, the West wins the All Star game every single year i i root for the east every single year since i was like six years old and i found out about michael jordan and this is the first year i ever bet on the all-star game guess who i guess who i bet to win the game i bet the west to win the game and this is the first year in 87 years that the east won the all-star game <laughs> oh that's bad uh so the game is is not by the way i'm i listened to a couple podcasts today with nba writers um talking to a bunch of people about it and apparently there were like major conversations had with the players association and with a, a lot of the players about the importance of taking the game kind of seriously and competing harder. And there was an understanding from what I from what I gather that they had buy-in from the players that they were that it was going to be more important to them. They were going to compete harder and and make it a better game, make it more like a basketball game. Until you get another there there'll be another,
0: somebody else will come. But until you get another Kobe, Michael type of player, listen, LeBron James is one of the greatest basketball players to ever live. You can put him at the top three, you put him one, two, three, put him wherever you want, five, I don't care. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the killer instinct that those two had, right? That's a different animal-esque. Michael would D you up in the all-star game. Yeah. But not at the time, obviously, but if it was a young fella, he'd be like, all right, young fella, let's get it. You know what I mean? Kobe's the same way. All right, young fella, let's go. You get you get one shot at me. Let's go. Come on, Alan yeah. Iverson, or whoever you are, like, let's let's ball out one time. And you I saw it with Shaq. Shaq would D people up sometimes. You would see him. He'd go out on the perimeter and like D, But he would try. You know what I mean? He'd go on the perimeter against a guard and would legit be like, All right, come on, let's go. And for, he the, would get- for the comedy of it.
1: Like one possession for the comedy of it. Yes. But one possession is better
0: than zero. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. If I get every single player to D up for one possession, that's that many more possessions that we had D played. Yeah. So that's my thing. I, I think until you get somebody where it means something to them, like these guys are all buddy, buddy, right? There's a ton of money in the NBA. They're all buddies. They don't. Ha- Nobody's got a chip on their shoulder. Nobody's got a. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. You ain't getting me. This is an all star game. I don't care. I am competing at the highest level, and no one is going to beat me. There is that. There's not that. No one has that anymore. I don't know if it's the money. I don't know if it's just who's in the NBA now. What the NBA has become. I don't. I. I, I don't know. But until you get something, you have to have a player that decides. I'm playing in the all-star game. And when that one player does, then it's going to piss somebody else off. Now they're going to play. It's going to piss him off. He's going to, it's got to, it'll be a chain reaction. But it's got to be one of the best players in the league at the time. Otherwise, managers, whoever's coaching the teams are going to take them out <laughs> if they start playing too hard. Yeah. LeBron, yeah. I'm Ding this dude up. I'm going balls out. They're not taking him out for playing tough. You yeah. know what I mean? But if Andrew Wiggins does, they're like, okay, young fellow, get out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't hurt anybody. Um, exactly. Exactly. That's, I, I completely understand that argument. We don't want to get hurt. We, this is our, th- there's another thing to this too. First, I understand the, we got to make sure we don't get hurt. This is not, this is for for nothing. We, you know, this is just for a show for the fans, honestly. So I get that. Also, one of the podcasts I was listening to, they talked about these pro-ams that a lot of the guys will go to in the summers. And they'll play, they will play harder in those, uh, a lot harder. Um, There also isn't, you know, there's not like incredible NBA caliber defense um, in those things either, but they're much more game-like than the all star game. Yeah. So those guys are playing pickup, and, and there are even not even the pro ams, there are videos every year now of like a run that guys will get together and they'll get 12 NBA guys together and, and have like an all NBA guy or mostly NBA guy run, you know, just, just pickup games. Yeah. Well, they're getting after it a little bit more in those. They can get hurt in those. They more likely to get hurt in those, of course. Um, but they but they do protect each other in this all-star game for sure. And uh that's a big part of it. That's why they play that way. Um, but it, it's just not as fun to watch. I mean, when Dame pulls up from half court with uh nine minutes to go in the game and 21 seconds on the shot clock, you know, if it goes in, that's that's neat. If it doesn't, and then um, Steph gets the rebound and comes down and and shoots a half-court shot going the other way, and that one misses bad, what are we doing here, guys? This isn't Mm -hmm. fun. Um, Or somebody throws it down, and there's two guys back on defense, and they split, and that guy goes up the middle and does some kind of dunk. You know, meh. I don't want to watch that, you know, so I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. I, I, you know, it's, it's gotten to the point of talking about what do you get? Like it's got to become like the pro bowl. Are you going to, what are you going to, I don't know. I, I, that's why I almost think it's better to do just some skills competitions, maybe do like three on three, tournament or a one-on-one tournament or add a bunch of little stuff like that, that maybe, maybe they'll be a little more into. And um, I don't know, or just more like competitions, something like that. Like, is that going to be more exciting than just seeing the guys kind of go up and down and just dunk on that, dunk on that end, crazy shot on that end, crazy shot on that end. Um, I don't know man i wish i i wish i had a a fix that made sense but um i don't but there's i think they, they, there's too many smart people in the nba office to to just keep doing this you know yep
0: i i the it it comes back to me like you said the pro bowl they do the flag football and the flag football is actually was a lot of fun to watch i had a lot of fun watching the flag football game cuz they were hustling a little bit right they weren't Lollygagging and playing two hand touch like they do in the, you know what I mean? In the, when they were still doing an actual Pro Bowl towards the end. Yeah. Baseball is the only place where, like, those do, it's, it's mano imano, mano, right? You know, the pitcher's still trying to get you out and the hitter's still trying to hit it out. And it's, it's a different thing. Baseball is the only all star game that's going to survive because apparently hockey is just as bad as all this. Right. Apparently hockey is just as bad. And people hate the all-star game in the, in hockey too. So it's like, man, you know, baseball's the only one left, bud.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that, that delights you to no end. I love <laughs> it. I love every bit of it. Um, yes. Okay. You know what? That's uh that's probably a good transition. Nobody wants to hear us keep talking about this all-star weekend. Um, But before we stop that, actually, I just remembered I was there. I mean, I I, I can tell you a little bit. I'll go quick. uh, My experience at All-Star Weekend, probably a -a once-in-a-lifetime deal um, because I'm not – unless I uh, get rich. If I get rich, I'm I'm going every year, wherever it is. But (laughs) uh, everything's very expensive, like a package to go to All-Star Saturday night or to the game Sunday night Four, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Okay. To sit all the way at the top. To sit all the way at the top. <laughs> uh we did go to, so they had a practice Saturday morning. Saturday morning to into the, the early afternoon. So we went to that. That was like 25 bucks. That was pretty cool. It was it, you know, they obviously don't do a a f- practice. Like they, you know, they get together. Um the West went first. We got in there a little bit late. And the West was already practicing. And it was mostly um, guys standing around shooting half-court shots, kind of doing some trick shots. And that was yeah. also fun to watch. It was fun to watch Jokic and Luka are really good friends and yeah. watching
0: those two mess around. They're fun. They're fun. And and, and Jokic has been saying some things here lately.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Neither one of them want to be there. Um, but they don't care about the all-star game at all. But when they get together like that and they're like being kids and stuff and they're, they're throwing up crazy shots and, and Luca's amazing at making stuff like that. He made like, he made like four half court shots and he made a, he made a shot from half court where he called bounce and he threw it up really high and it bounced and went in and um yeah. So, so they're, you know, it's it's guys standing around doing that kind of stuff. Um, and then they'll do like uh, – they'll have like somebody interviewing two of the guys on the other end of the floor or something in front of the whole crowd and, and uh, doing like fun little questions and things. And then they'll have – and then they have like these little mini basketballs or whatever, and they have all the all-stars throw them into the crowd and that kind of stuff. So anyway, they do that, that kind of thing for an hour for the West, and then the East came out. And did the same thing. Um, and, and Doc came out and and he was mic'd up and he they like tried to run a play, like whatever their first play was gonna be. So he's like he asks Tyree they they get together in a huddle or whatever, and he's like ask uh, asked Tyrese Halliburton, you know what, what play you're gonna run? You know what you wanna run? And Tyrese says, Yeah, he's like, run it for yourself, you are gonna run it for you? He's like, Nope, nope, I'm it for <laughs> honest or something like that. And uh he's like, Okay. So they run through this play. They run through it twice to like get the other guys, the backups in or whatever. So they run through it and it. I they didn't run it in the game. I'm pretty sure they didn't run it at all in the game. They knew they weren't going to run it in the game. It was supposed to just be the first play. Cause he, Doc was even like, all right, we run this play. And then it's a free for all after that or something. Yeah. So anyway, it was fun to hear, you know, it was fun to see guys kind of loose and just playing around. But uh, so, and and then we, we got up, we started walking up, you know, to the top and there was, there were like four rows of media tables all the way up in the stands. They were, they were not roped off. There was no security guards up there. We went up and sat at the media tables watching practice, which was kind of fun. And they had little uh labels for like what publication it was that was gonna sit mm-hmm. there. Uh they had computers up and had uh box scores from the from the games the night before the uh you know the rising stars games and everything yeah. anyway just kind of a fun thing there um and then we went to uh where do we go we w- went to the NBA crossover event which was like this big festival basically this NBA festival It was the entire Indiana Convention Center um, covered wall-to-wall in basketball. Like, you know, all the big sponsors had major booths there. Um, There was – I mean, the setup was crazy. I mean, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that was there. Stages all over the place, basketball hoops that, you know, like shooting games you could do. Every one of those, I wanted to do those so bad. That's all I wanted to do. Every one of those, the line was a mile long. So we didn't do any of those. The one thing I found that was, I was even more excited about than a shooting game that had a shorter line, but we still stood in the line for 35 minutes. There was a the passing game. There was a big wall and it had like holes. And it had, uh, you know, like bounce pass here was worth this much. You know, a pass, straight pass right here, chest pass here was worth this much. And then yeah. two, Higher ones were worth five or whatever. So you, you you sign this waiver and you're standing in line, and there were like four or five you people. You had to
0: sign a waiver to make a basketball pass.
1: Yes. You step on. There's a hardwood court and everything. You step on, and they had like lines. They had like four lines. So like if you're a kid, you step into the first line and you you know throw your thing. You're supposed. Then like adults, they had them start at like the third line, which was probably. You know, twenty feet away, fifteen feet, twenty feet away, or whatever from the from the board, and you're supposed to every time you make one through one of the holes, you're supposed to step back to the next line back, make your next pass. You had like twenty seconds or something like that. So, we're watching. You know, you're in line and you're watching everybody, and you're in your head laughing about people's form and stuff like that, and uh, <laughs> and then we get up there me and my buddy get up there and we're like all right we're we're like talking the whole time we're going to bet on it and everything like you know figure out how many points we score and we're uh we're, we keep changing how we're going to do the scoring and stuff like that and then we finally get up to the to the to the thing and and he's like let's just do whatever you want just do whatever you want he's like but we're going to record both of them right so we can just see who wins who scores the most points yeah he goes first and I think he made one or something like that. It was it was terrible. <laughs> he, t- I'm recording him the whole time, and he the the buzzer goes off. He misses the last one. He turns around, he's like, "Delete it." <laughs> he's like, "Delete it." Just don't even. I don't even want to see it. Just delete it. So so I didn't delete it. But then I go, and I'm like, "All right, come on. I got to put on a show. Passing is my thing. This is my favorite thing." <laughs> I think I made three the whole time it was terrible (laughs) terrible i'm the only person the whole time we were in that line that attempted a bounce pass into that one the only one and it took me three or four i think like four passes to finally make one so nobody wanted to do the bounce pass but i did that and then i did it took me like three chest passes to get the next one in and basically i ran out of time so i did not I did not do well either, but it was fun. I was excited to be able to
0: do that. I thought it was going to be the story on how you won your tickets.
1: <laughs> no. There was another booth that, so they all had everything in the whole place is a QR code. Everything is digital, of course. Most of the booths had something, some QR code signed at the beginning of the thing and you scan it and you do something with that, right? You can get, You get, there's a whole separate app that you download and you get, it's NBA events. And then you earn points every time you do a QR code and a little quiz or uh, whatever. So, so many different things. So we did a few of those. One of the things was this like Plinko thing, you know, like, like, uh, you know, the the thing comes down and it hits all the, all the pegs and it lands at the bottom and whatever. And then whatever it is you get. So my buddy tried it it said blocked shot or something. He didn't win anything. So then I did it and it went down and it said, you won two tickets to, and it said the name of some event, but it didn't say the whole, the name of the whole event. So I'm like, I'm looking around Googling. I can't find this event. So for like 20 minutes, we think I won tickets to something that doesn't even exist or <laughs> like happened last year or something. Yeah. So finally, I keep looking, I keep looking. Finally, I find out they left off that it's a concert and whose concert it was. They had probably six or eight people doing concerts throughout the weekend, right? T-Pain was there. Lil Wayne was there. I always have to concentrate. Keith Urban, I think, because Toby Keith was the one that died, right? Yeah. I get my Keiths mixed up. It was Keith Urban. Yeah. Some other country guy. Walker he, Hayes. Ah, Keith just,
0: isn't even from America. He's Australian. Really? Yeah. He's married. Uh, oh, my God. What's her name? Um, Keith. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay, Oh Never mind.
1: Her name, Keith?
0: He's an actress. Oh.
1: Very popular. Is she also Australian?
0: No, but she's like Madonna, where she's from like somewhere down South and then just decided one day that she's going to have an, an accent.
1: <laughs> okay. One of those. All right. <laughs> so Keith Urban was there. Some other, Walker Hayes. I can't remember. I, I can't believe I just remembered his name. Um, you did? A few others that I didn't know. And then Jelly Roll was there. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. He's really, he's. Yeah, he's that's
0: related Keith, Urban's, Keith Urban's <laughs> wife, Nicole Kidman. <laughs>
1: That. Good for them. Uh, no, she's from. No, I thought she was from another country.
0: No. Is she here? No, you probably just
1: heard her talk one time
0: when she decided she was going to have an.
1: Yeah, you're right. I think I just. She <laughs> got me. She tricked me. Yeah. <laughs> she, won. <laughs> she won. So I find out what I won tickets to was a jelly roll concert. Oh, my God. Jelly roll. I knew he did, he was like country and rap or something, but I had never heard his music before. I saw him on a podcast like a year ago and he seemed like a super cool guy, but never listened to his music. So anyway, so we're like, my buddy was the same way. So we're like, all right, well, we're going to watch the all-star Saturday night stuff somewhere. We still hadn't figured out exactly where yet. So, and that, this, this concert was supposed to start at nine 30, right in the middle of of All-Star Saturday night of all the events. So we're like, all right, well, I guess we'll go, we'll we'll start watching it somewhere. We ended up at Punch Bowl Social. All right. So we went to Brothers first, which is Brothers is, is a chain. We have one here in, in Newport or whatever. Yep. That was packed. Holy cow was that packed. We were there for like two and a half hours though, kind of waiting for the events to start. Finally, it was like I was overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, my God, it's crazy here. So we went down the street to this place called Punch Bowl Social, the best place, the best place to go. There was there were not very many people there. They okay. had they had Papa Shot, number one. They had ski ball. They had um, ping pong tables, pool tables, uh, uh, cornhole. Um they had all these games. There weren't very many people there. TVs all over the place, uh, plenty of seats, big big round bar that you could sit all the way around. This place was great. All right, so we're like, all right, we're posting up here for a bit, and you know, until it's time to walk up the street back to the convention center to go to this concert. But we're going to go into the concert, and if they have TVs playing the All Star events, we'll stay watch the concert and watch the events at the same time. If they don't have TVs, we're skipping the concert. We're going to walk right back out and come back here or go somewhere else. Right. We go over at nine o'clock for the nine 30 show. So we're like, all right, we'll just go in and figure out right away. And you know, whether we're going to be able to watch the stuff there or not, we get there, doors are not open yet. All right. We're standing there for a while, not able. My buddy pulls it up on his phone. We're watching it on his little phone. The, the, uh, you know, the skills competition. Yeah. So they open the doors at 9:30, which is the time that it said the concert was supposed to be. And there are huge TVs playing, the three-point contest, Sabrina and Steph, dunk contest. We end up standing there. There are no seats. It's all it's like uh it's like Bogart's. Sure. But it's but it's bigger. Right. Um, So we stand and watch all that stuff, which was great. All right. But the whole time, the whole time we're looking at our watches like, all right, come on, this guy going to come out or what? He comes on at 1130, which is (laughs) which is is like three minutes after the dunk contest got over. (laughs) Well that's Which probably good. on purpose. It was a good move because you don't want people constant like not paying attention. You want people into the show, right? Yeah. But list it at eleven list it after the all-star events, right? Don't list it at 9 30. <laughs>
0: Otherwise, some some old man like Adam's gotta sit there from nine for two hours standing up watching and not probably not being able to hear. Just watching a star event
1: there he had a dj there they were playing music the whole time there was no audio on the tv um you know and, and i'll tell you some of the jelly roll fans look uh similar to him and and but this guy had a had a really rough past but he's like a he's like a good dude now from what mm-hmm. i understand um These people maybe are still stuck in his past, some of them. (laughs) So there was we got we kind of ended up being around some of those folks. There's a guy smoking, smoking a cigarette. This is indoors smoking a cigarette. He's like crouching down and like smoke it like, and then you know, everybody can smell it. So then security keeps walking around us, trying to find the person smoking. They can tell. Mm
0: -hmm. Also
1: smoking. You know, a bunch of people are smoking weed and stuff out of the vape pens or whatever. Yeah. So security's walking around trying to catch people, and these people are rough looking, some of these people. Anyway, but we're – so, yeah, my feet are, are hurting. I'm really mm-hmm. – I got a headache because I'm so tired. And, five and, days later. Huh? Five days later. Five days later. And I got the cigarette smoke I'm smelling now. So anyway, I'm getting kind of – I'm getting impatient, you know, um, but thank God we got to watch all that stuff. And then he came out and it was a it was a pretty good show. It was it was good. Um, and we watched, maybe you know, probably half the show. We watched maybe six songs or six or seven songs and then headed out. We were like we were both ready to go. Yeah. So anyway, um, very interesting to to see that. I got to see Jelly Roll in concert. I, I otherwise would not have. How cool um, is that? One jelly
0: roll concert tickets, dude. That's big time. People would like, <laughs> people would kill their second
1: born child for that. Yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Daniel. Anyway. All right. Name after Uncle Danny, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do know a lot of Daniels, don't I? Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, Jerry. Jerry. Do I know Jerry's? I don't know. I do. Yeah. I do. Anyway, that was my Saturday. Um, you know, spent it in Indianapolis. We walked around and, and saw some, you know, a few different things. And there was a lot of cool signage, giant, giant, giant pictures of, like, the All-Stars. There would just be, like, a a huge Nikola Jokic thing that covers a whole building. And then a huge Embiid uh, poster wow. a whole building and that kind of thing. It was Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's that's it. Pretty boring story, but um I it was I got to experience at least some of All Star Weekend. That's pretty
0: cool. I love I love that. That's so awesome. I'm very jealous of that, that you got to go down there and do that.
1: I've been part of uh two all star games and two uh two sports now. Yeah. I was I was there for baseball in fifteen.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, good for you. I've never been dead. You'll make it. Someday. Someday.
1: Speaking of baseball, boy, I it's it's really starting to feel like baseball season. Cause I'll tell you what, we've had some warm days, a couple warm days here in a row. Right. Yep. And uh spring training is underway. I think the first spring training games were today.
0: Were they? Because I, I, ours and Cleveland are, isn't until
1: Saturday. I did see, um, I think, two two posts about games today. Maybe they were, <laughs> I don't know, a well, squad game. Two, yeah. two teams. Cool game. College baseball and softball have started. They're playing games in college already. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, really quick. I saw something today, already in the first week, I guess, of the season. A young lady playing softball for the University of Arkansas. Did you see this? Hit for the home run cycle today or yesterday. What? She hit a solo, a two run, a three run, and a grand slam in the same game. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yep. I saw the, I saw them all. It, I think it went two run, three run grand slam. And then the solo was the one that was the last one she got Ooh. opposite. Uh, so something I've, I've never seen before there also saw a video like two days ago of, I don't know if this was, I think this was in the last few days, somebody played two colleges played a double header, same guy got hit by a pitch seven times in the double header. Seven. Seven plate appearances hit by pitch. Is that? There was no, there was no, it had to be, it actually did. I was, after the first couple, I'm like concentrating on where he's at in the box, of course, right? Yeah. Is he on top of the plate? He was not on top of the plate. He wasn't. I was like, what? How's this? It seemed like, and they all, it seemed like, were just barely getting him on the leg or something. Like they weren't throwing behind him. It didn't seem like there was any kind of like teams started throwing at each other. There wasn't jawing or anything. This guy just got hit by a pitch seven times in a doubleheader.
0: So that tells me that the scouting report on this guy is he can't hit the inside pitch, whether it's an inside fastball or a breaking ball in on the hand, something. He can't hit it. And they are just pounding the inside and at college you're not professional right you're you're almost there but you're you know you don't have quite the control uh and and you can miss a little bit so there's obviously a scouting report that says pound him inside 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 it sounds to me like this dude's going to get hit a lot this year
1: <laughs> I want to go back and find out who he is so I can track that for the rest of yeah. the year my anyway. team this
0: year, baseball, my team this year, I got uh, orange skull and crossbones. Every time you get hit, I put a sticker on your helmet.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Because we I got too that. many bail out, and they're diving away when the ball's just like a hair inside. And it's like, no, no, no. You want a sticker? Get it. And now the kids all yell, get a sticker, get a sticker, if it's an inside <laughs> pitch. Like, that's it, get beautiful. It. I love get that. It. Stay in there and get hit, baby. Don't yeah. bail out. Don't bail out or swing at it. If it's an inside pitch, swing at it. That's what I say. We throw batting practice, and they'll be bailing out. And I go strike. Yeah, <laughs> right. I walk down. I take two balls, and I set them next to the plate. And I go, there are umpires that are going to call a ball and a half to two balls inside because of how old we are. So you're they're going to get a strike on that pitch. Why are you diving over into the into the dugout? to get out of the way. Stay in there and hit it. Get out in front of it, right? Exactly right.
1: Oh man, I like that. I love that. I'm going to whenever I get to a game this year, I'm just going to be concentrating on everybody's helmet to see who has stickers.
0: Yep. skull Crosswinds.
1: Right. Um okay, so those were my couple of little uh things from what I've seen so far in the baseball in the very young, almost not even started uh baseball season, but our, our Mount Rushmore this week was days on the baseball calendar. Yes. Uh, Chris, would you like to start or would you like me to go?
0: No, you should start. I've got three that I'm confident in. And I've got a fourth that I feel confident in, but I'm waiting for you to say one to see if it makes me say go another way. Okay.
1: Um. I wish I would have done a little bit deeper dive here, but I I, I really went with some pretty obvious ones. Mostly, I, I'm going pitchers and catchers is on there for me. Just the day that everybody reports is is just just hearing that is exciting to me every year. Hmm? The All Star Game, we just talked about it. I still love the baseball All Star Game. Um, they actually compete. A guy can't, a guy, you know, it's going to be too obvious if a guy goes up there and just lobs a ball in there. Nobody's going to.
0: Nobody's playing defense in center field and jogging for a ball and letting it drop. They're going 100 miles an hour and diving for it.
1: Torrey Hunter robbed Barry Bonds of a home run in the All-Star game. And then Bonds, like, they, they're what? running off the field, and Bonds picked him up. In, a- in
0: base and picked him up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Love the All Star Game still. Uh, the the day the playoffs start, the first day of the Major League Baseball playoffs. I know we've argued about, uh, you know, the early playoff rounds and the one game playoff, and there are you know half the league gets in now or whatever. But whatever that looks like now, when the playoffs start, it's so ex- it's baseball all day. It's playoff games all day long. They start at noon, and they're and you're watching baseball at midnight. It's like it's almost like the NCAA tournament the first couple days. Love when the playoffs start. And then it was between two. And I'm going with the World Series. I'm going with the with game one of the World Series. Okay. All right. So
0: you went game one. So I went pitchers and catchers report. Okay. That's I mean, that's you you mark it on the calendar, right? Get deuce bump. You get Ellie De La Cruz fouling a ball when he's facing uh, uh, Hunter Green, fouling it off out of the stadium and hitting Hunter Green's car. Like, you How, get... How cool is that? Um, I went with opening day. Mm-hmm. I, I, opening day, man. I mean, it, it, it's a legit starting.
1: <laughs> Bless you. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> You always a two sneeze guy?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Always. Always a sneeze guy. Yeah. Uh should have hit the mute button. Uh dink. My little my little cough button. Um
1: You're good. I mean we've had way worse problems than that so far today. So <laughs> right we're good today. <laughs> Opening day.
0: Uh I'm going with you on my third one. The first round of the playoffs. The de- and I don't even care if it's the I don't like it, the the one game. Wild card, do or die, whatever. I don't like it because baseball is a series game, but yeah. there's still a lot of drama and tension that when that starts, that is the beginning of the playoffs. So I may not be allowed to use this. You tell me. Okay. I put World Series game seven as my last one. I want to know. That that day on the calendar is the greatest day that there could possibly be. It doesn't always happen, right? But so maybe maybe I should change it to Game One of the World Series. But
1: honestly, Game Seven is where it's at. If there's a Game Seven, that's easily the best the best day. Absolutely. So if it. I'll allow you a game seven World Series. That I'm changing mine to game seven too. <laughs> um yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: Game seven. Robinson Day, you got where every team plays, which is really cool. You've got a lot of cool days like that, but no, that's the those are the best. Those are the best there are. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you on that.
1: Um okay. All right. We got our we got our Mount Rushmore of days on the baseball calendar. And they're coming up, buddy. We've already yes. had number one and hit three, uh, three, four weeks away or something like that. Oh, yeah. I will start right. baseball, or
0: we start our baseball team starts before the Reds start. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. You guys, you guys started in, uh, you guys started in September. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Well, I mean, we were playing ball in October, but no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. We, <laughs> First tournament, March 9th. Okay. Two two weeks away? Three weeks away? Two weeks away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's the day after I see Dan Soder at the Go Bananas. Nice. Speaking of Dan Soder, we got some comedy here. And we got an old gal that we watched a couple times, and I think we're both pretty big fans of. Taylor Tomlin, her Taylor. newest Netflix special just out this week, I think. have it all. Yep. I have it all. So, Chris, did she have it all in this special?
0: So, let, I, I like to start off with this. Um, we talk a lot about comedians that start getting big. And when they start getting big, they start the, you know, my life is great. I've got this, I've got these many followers, I'm selling places out, this is my dream, stuff like that. And it gets kind of annoying, Mm -hmm. right? We've talked about this many times. I wrote, the very first thing I wrote down was, I'm actually happy for her come up. Like I'm not upset. The way she did the whole thing about how well her life is going because she still had so much self deprecation in there. Mm-hmm. I think it made it like hey, good for you girl like, like this one was like yeah all right way to go. I wasn't I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it at all. Yeah. Uh usually when they start talking about stuff like that it's like yeah 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 I get it. I get it. She did a phenomenal job of using it and flipping it and turning it backwards and you know what I mean? Making jokes out of it, not just saying how great her life is. And then going to a joke, she said how great it was and turned it into a joke, which I think was amazing. So uh great job on her part, which rolls into the Jake from state farm joke with, I thought that was hilarious with the the glove from Hugh Jackman. Um, extra. I, I wrote down, I wrote some stuff down, uh, extrovert equals uh if you're an extrovert a one-night stand is just it is just the meeting someone as hard as you possibly can <laughs> <That>
1: <laughs> was good.
0: That? um uh the airpod thing with <laughs> the doctor's just like ah, go to taco bell and, you know good luck oh that was <laughs> good there's a lot of stuff I'm trying not to i don't want to get into it the sex talk uh picnic in the garden that was pretty funny mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of good stuff in here i'm not going to go into jokes because i wrote a bunch of stuff down but they're not as funny when you just read one line of the joke you need the right. follow you need to come up in the punch line and everything in there so it won't do her justice right i'm going to tell you i watched this right before we started and um this was you know it's it's like most things it, it started and and I was kind of giggling here laughing here a little giggle here by the end of this dude unbelievable I thought she was amazing I I wrote I gave her a 4.6
1: whoa
0: big big score big score I thought this was awesome from her crowd work was was done differently than anybody else does crowd work the yeah. way that kind of did the question thing and all that and turned them thank god she used the joke she did because if you watch the credits afterwards where it showed the early show whew, that would have been a bomb that would have been a bomb yeah. but the crowd work in the in the late show that she actually recorded unbelievable and she turned the jokes around it's she's she did great with the crowd work which was very little but she did great with that her jokes were hitting all the way through uh i know that you had to like this because there was so much dating apps single life friend groups stuff like i know this had to hit you hit home for you
1: she does talk a lot about dating yeah for sure um yeah and meeting people on the apps and everything i'm sure her experience is very 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 different from mine but uh interesting to hear always interesting to hear other people's perspectives on that that are doing the same thing um I, i yeah very well said uh she did you know for for the stuff that she did mention about you know having success um and getting different opportunities and stuff she she still does have all that anxiety and she still does have, you know, like crippling, uh, you know, mental stuff that she's, you know, has to, has to get intensive therapy for. Um, yeah, the crowd work stuff was all about being able to sleep, I think. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. How to sleep at night.
1: So she's got real problems that everybody else has still, you know, um, or, you know, and even some that people don't have to deal with that are, that are pretty bad. Um, so yes, it, it's it's easy to root for her for sure, uh, and and kind of give her a pass when she's like, hey, you know, I have enough money to spend seven thousand dollars on a glove from you know mm-hmm. that Hugh Jackman wore. Um, I think it's not far off, but I I still feel like Quarter Life Crisis, and the last one she did, the the name of it, I can't think of right now or a tiny bit better um i still like this one a lot um she I, I, she had me laughing a few times out loud um some stuff like i wasn't expecting like you know she'd she'd say a premise or whatever or she'd just be talking about something and i'm I'm just kind of following along or, or just, you know, kind of kind of hearing it, not really paying real close attention. And then she'll say something. She'll have a line or a word or something. And I'm like, oh, my God. And that and it, and I, it really. Um, I went 3.9.
0: Oh, I wrote down as you were talking what I thought your score was going to be. 36.
1: You know what's funny? I'm going to admit something to you. I had three eight written down when you went four six. I changed it to a oh, three. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're not supposed to change it, but I, did. I know I, yeah. I actually wrote
0: down four four and then you I top wrote of stuff, for top it. of 4.6 later on. Yeah, <laughs> nice. four really, six huge. I loved it. I thought it was awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, another good one from Taylor. Um, that means, oh, this is going to be, let's see, this, this might be tricky or I might be able to go to Netflix on the computer. That was not working.
0: Use your phone. You can use your phone.
1: I, can you do that? I don't want to, uh,
0: nah, they'll still, they'll hold your, let still yeah. hold the picture there. All
1: right. Um, some, somebody just came out with another one that I was. Oh, games! What? Let's see. Um. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Another one that just came out in the last couple of days. We've done this guy before. Brand new one. He is the uh, maybe the biggest non-sports celebrity from Indianapolis. I did not see him this past weekend. Apps. Mike Epps. Another one? fast? What's that? Another one that quick? He just put one out. Yeah, I think it's been a couple of years, I think. I feel like he just had one. This one's called Ready to Sell Out. Okay. Ready to Sell Out. Mike Epps on Netflix. Um, He was... Um, he had a... <laughs> Very funny video. After the whole uh, Shannon Sharp podcast with Cat Williams thing, where uh, I, Mike Epps is like, "Hey man, we've been in a bunch of movies together. You didn't say anything about me. Now, what time did you say my name? <laughs> Can I get something?" <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, let's let's check out Mike Epps' new new special. Hopefully, it'll be good. All right. Sounds good.
0: Uh, which leaves me with the... I'm going to go... Here, I got it. Yeah. This week's Mount Rushmore is the Mount Rushmore of pretzels.
1: Oh. Mount Rushmore of pretzels.
0: You can... it like Like flavor, brand, style... So many different ways to go. Mount Rushmore pretzels.
1: All right. I like that. I like that. All right. Ready to sell out by Mike Epps and Mount Rushmore pretzels. Uh, Let's see. Next week. Who knows? I mean, you know, maybe we'll have a – I feel like this was a a fun one for us, at least for me, to talk about all the all-star stuff yeah um, listeners probably aren't this isn't going to be their favorite episode maybe but um that's okay we do this for us anyway exactly uh, right but you know next week maybe we'll maybe we'll have a mostly an episode of just uh different you know stuff where we're just talking about life and uh and uh having fun with it but you know if something else comes up who knows what we're going to talk about
0: I like it. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I th- I feel like I'm already ready for next week's podcast.
1: You just want to start that one now? We'll just record it
0: now. Welcome back, everybody, to the Newsbleeds podcast. I... <laughs> I'm doing
1: great, Chris. How are you? Um. All right. That does it.
0: All right. So, Mike Epps, ready to sell out. Mount Rushmore pretzels. till next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on.